Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Maddie Chimber Podcast. You're the best. I appreciate you guys giving me a shot. Returning people, thank you. You guys are literally making my day knowing that you care enough to come back. That's a huge thing for old Uncle Maddie. Uh, and for the new people, welcome. You guys are about to have the time of your life hearing the shit that I say. It's just exciting, uninformed bullshit that might make you think I'm an idiot, but guess what? Whether you think I'm an idiot or not, I care if you have fun. And with that being said, you should smash that subscribe button with your penis, pussy, titties, elbow, anything. Why don't you just smash that subscribe button? And regardless if you guys are returning or new, you guys hit the like button, comment below. Um, you know, just just uh, just let me know what you think. It's a huge. Uh, we're all learning together, so I think your guys' input molds me, as my bad stories and fart noises mold you. So it's a cohesive relationship with a existential uh, beneficial outcome, guys. So. Without further ado, you guys, welcome back to the Maddie Chimber Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Maddie Chimber Podcast. You guys are in for a treat today. It is a huge episode. It's Friday. TGIF, thank God I farted. Is that what that stands for? Um... Big episode. I got a lot of shit to get off my chest. I'm just feeling some type of way in a good way, not a bad way this week. I'm in a good way. I feel like I've been really uh, reflecting as I get older about how I am just uh, carrying myself. And I think I'm, to not put it in a pussy bitch ass type of way, I'm getting more emo- I'm more open to my emotions. I think I'm trying to turn a leaf. Is that what it's called? Turn the page. And stop being this closed-off individual where I'm not uh, too keen on telling people how I feel. I realize you can't go through life being this mannequin human that is just a shell that is in everybody's way. I'm trying to let people know how I feel in the moment, past things. Just to get that off my chest, I watch a couple motivational speeches on YouTube because I'm hungover. And uh, they really hit home with uh, the one guy basically said he got in a car crash. He thought he was going to die. And he kind of was just like reflecting back like did any of that matter? And he got freaked out and he's living a more open life of letting people know what the fuck is up. You ever have like a near-death experience You come back an asshole? You're like, Jesus Christ, this guy kind of sucks now. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, it made me think like, damn, like I've had past relationships where, and it's funny, I thought of this when I was listening to older podcasts where basically went on a rant where I don't like when people ask me like how I'm feeling. Like I had an ex-girlfriend where I remember vividly we were on the beach and she was like, so what's your like passions in life? And I just like, sometimes those questions just are very like, they're kind of cringy to me, but then I'm like, why is it? And I was watching it, and I just saw this kid who I can think of the answer, but sometimes just like answering, like, what's your passions? What do you, what wakes you up in the morning? Like, sometimes how <clears throat> the question's worded makes me freaked out, and I don't want to really open up because it's just creepy to me. Does that make any sense? But anyways, I was watching the episode, 
I was trying to fall asleep last night because I wake up in the middle of the night every night and I just sit there. So I'm like, let's be vain and just watch myself. And I was, and, uh, I went on that rant of like, I don't like answering questions about my feelings and being open. And I just kind of had a little between that. And then this motivational speech I watched today had a little epiphany of like, why, what are you going to like, people are trying to get to know you and you're still being this weird child where you're like, are you having fun? <laughs> like, don't be that people like, and I, I'm not one to lecture you because I've done it up until this point. I've not as much the last last year or two. I've been a little more open with kind of what I feel. We've talked about this on past podcasts where I called people out. But basically what I'm getting at is uh, I want to like if somebody's like, hey, how do you feel about what do you what are your passions? Like, I, I don't want to be cringy answering. I want to but I also don't want to sound like a bitch. Do you guys see the dichotomy that I'm I'm between a rock in a fucking hard place, between a cock and a <laughs> the guy who gets sinks mixed up. I'm really between a cock and a hard place. They're like, what? He's like, yeah, cock and a hard place. It's rock. Ooh, mm, mm. I think I fucked that up. I don't know. How do you be open? And I, uh, it was just weird to watch myself be like, I'm not answering that question. And I'm like, no wonder why your relationship didn't work out. You fucking closed off little bitch. You guys ever look back on relationships and you think like when you're leaving it, you're like, I'm right. I know why it ended. And then you like just reflect on, I guess not many of you have like recordings of yourself talking for hours. But if you did, sometimes I look back. Hey, airplane. What is that? Trump? Hey, was is that the votes voting? We'll get to that. Um, you just reflect back and you're like, oh, that was for sure my fault the whole time. And that's kind of maybe, you know, I remember she would want to talk about just spiritual, th like things that, you know, maybe it's not in my uh, cup of tea realm. Is that a good term for this? It's not in like the things I typically find enjoyment in. Um, and I wouldn't really want to talk about it because I'm just like, well, I don't like that. And, you know, you do that. You keep squashing conversation starters by your partner. And after a while, they're like, I don't want to talk to you. And you're like, <laughs> really uh, spiritual, aren't you? You're turning into a, quite a spirit when you're ghosting me. Um, I don't know, guys, whatever. It's... Definitely the older you get, you get a little more soft on the edges. I feel like as a kid, you're just this rigid shape. They understand you're irrational. And then that shape becomes a more, you know, let's think of like this weird zigzaggy shape as a child. You're like, what the fuck is going on there? It's a kid. We get it. And then you get older and you start to be a more recognizable shape but you still got some soft you still got some sharp corners on you where they're like don't go over there because he asked about his feelings he starts swearing at you saying he's not a pussy and it's clearly you know uh hinting at he is a huge puss and he's putting up this uh rigid corner to uh, not have to talk about it but um the older you get those corners start to soften out and you know imagine your grandparents they're just like a nice circular shape that has no corners maybe a couple little indentations within the shape you know where they scream for no reason and you're not sure if they're sneezing or yelling and that's fine but as you get older like I find myself now 
sorry, you guys, if you know anything about me, uh, some spit likes to buy some real estate on the corner of my mouth. And uh, during a podcast, there's nothing more distracting than spit playing on my mouth. But um, yeah, the older I get, I just find myself, you know, watching cute animal videos every now and then saying things like, oh, that's cute. Oh my God, like that's adorable. Like I say stuff like that now. Did I think it in the past? Probably, I think so. You see a cute dog, you're like, but even using the word cute as a grown man, you gotta be careful. It's a little bit of a slippery slope where if I'm calling things cute too much, you get a little creepy stigma around you. But you know, when I'm watching uh, a baby monkey and a baby dog play, I'm just like, you know... You ever see those monkey videos where they're like feeding dogs and you're just like, the monkey's clearly superior. Like it just goes to show like even a monkey can have a dog as a pet because I don't know. I'm a cat guy. This is what, if you guys want any to know anything about me and this is where I'm trying to get at too. It's like, you know, the more older I get, I'm like, dude, I want a cat. I like cats. I grew up on cats. My grandmother had cats. She, she would tell us stories about her past cats. She was like, I had like 30 cats. Some of which I don't know where they went. <laughs> That's the thing with like cats versus dogs. I guess dogs run away, but like you know it ran away. Cats are in your house, so they just go missing. That's a huge difference. When you actively see your dog run out the door and run away, you're like, that dog just ran away. When you own cats, like my grandmother did, she's like, yeah, one... I don't know. I don't know where that one went. You're like, what do you mean you don't know where that one went? I fucking I put the bowl of the food and the thing to stop coming. Isn't it in the house? I guess. Technically, it should be. It should be in this house. That's how fun grandmas are where they're like, tell a story about one of her cats went up in her attic. And uh, they couldn't find it, but they heard it meowing. And then they're like, yeah, just stop meowing one day. And you're like... Can you be more like 1940s problems? That's like a 1940s problem. You're like, why didn't anyone think to like knock on a wall to see if it was scurrying? They're just like, it's the cat. I don't know. I think that's because like animals back then were not like super domestic. They're like, I'm just feeding this thing and it keeps coming around. We're very like, animals are like, you can see how they went from, here's like wilderness to like domestic people things as far as dressing your pets it's just like our grandparents were like in this area we're like yeah we just feed that dog outside and it's kind of just chilling that's why when it runs away they're like i don't know technically we ran away from something else when we were feeding it here so but uh love a cat love a good cat i don't know i can't take care of shit though that's my biggest problem where i feel like i'm too maybe that's uh maybe that's what i need in my life you guys ever like make a decision where you need something to ground you in your house here. You know, like I bought plants. I got some beautiful plants over here. And just the act of watering them makes me feel fucking, you know, I feel like an adult. I feel like I'm taking care. Their life is in my hands, and that little ounce of responsibility, you know, keeps me grounded. When I went back to Connecticut for two weeks, I was like, I got to make sure these plants don't die. That is one point zero zero one zero zero many zeros and then a one somewhere. 
How can people always use a one? They don't just have like a two. Point zero 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 one percent chance. Well, why isn't it point zero 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 two? Like I don't know. But I was like, I gotta keep these things alive, and I think that's why I want a pet. I want like something to be like. <clears throat> that's gross. Um, I need like an excuse not to. That's why I want a pet because I want an excuse not to have to go out. That's not why you get a pet. Eh, maybe it is. Maybe what? Do, why do you get pets? Is it a reason? Is it a life lesson to train yourself to keep something alive while building a relationship? And or do you get it because you're just an alpha and you want to feel like you own something? There's two different reasons. I don't know which one. I'm not an alpha. I, I think I'm an alpha male. I got alpha. Being an alpha. And a beta is like a gradient. And let's be honest. Where a cat lands on that scale, you know. Why do I see this? This is the thing that pisses me off with like dog owners that are like, dogs are fucking the toughest fucking dog, fucking shit and tough. When is your dog ever, and maybe some have done this, but like when I grew up in Connecticut, <laughs> struggling with the fucking schnoz today. I apologize, people. This is disgusting. I thought I had a water. I ran out of fucking bottled water. I've been drinking tap water for the last like day, and I just feel disgusting. Um, anyways, cats, dogs. When I grew up in Connecticut, my fucking cat would bring home decapitated animals. Like, but then people are still like, "You like cats? You fucking pussy! You like when it purrs and you cock? You're like, yeah, it's purring on my dick. Well, it's not." <laughs> It's, I'm sorry my cat's sleeping on me because it just literally killed a family of birds. Like, what is your dog doing besides chasing its tail because it's dumb? I like dogs. I actually had a dog growing up too, and she was the best. But, you know, I think for me in my life right now, I'd get a fucking, I'd get a cat and I'd call it a pussy. <laughs> what came first? Why is a pussy cat? Why is that a thing? You ever think about that? You gotta be careful these days. People get in trouble. Like, we're not even allowed to fucking think anymore. Or, like, we, we can think. You just can't say it out loud without, like... You ever have just, like, genuine questions about, like, race or gender... All these gender racial issues going around where you're like, if I asked this question, I would sound awful. But it's a genuine question I have. You know what a question I had is? When transgender dudes... When guys turn into transition into girls, where do they do with their clothes? Do they give them away? They must donate them. Can I get my hands on those? I would love to, you know, that's your last, you know, salute to the dude gender and be like, here's some fucking clothes. Hopefully it f does better for you than it did for me. And I'd be like, all right, I'd fucking wear it. I go to the, I've gotten clothes from the thrift shop before. I feel like to be a sense of like camaraderie they're like dude fucking thanks well good luck like, we'll uh see you on the other side and then you go like that's a thing people think we're not even allowed to think shit without getting fucking you know the goddamn offended police come out and they're just like screaming i did a tweet uh post i'm sure some of you've saw it where i was like what i wrote something about i get annoyed when i see couples venmoing each other for small shit that just sparked a debate amongst people where some people were like, I fucking care. I'm doing a girl voice because one of the people was a girl. Why do you mind your own shit? Why do you care? Because that's my life. That's what I do with my life. I 
Oh my god, I thought I didn't hit fucking record for a second. I must shove this mic in my pussy. Um, the and I don't even want to have to explain myself on the forum of Instagram to these people, but it's like my argument that tweet became a thing because. I see these couples like Venmoing each other for like breakfast. They're like splitting breakfast. I'm like, what is it? Like 20 something dollars? Why don't you just say, I got this one, you get next one? Like the act of picking up your phone to like chop something in half to send like 850, I'm like, and yes, I'm embellishing. It doesn't always, it's not always that, but it's, you see it enough where a lot of people wrote to me, oh my God, I agree with that. And you're just like, you know. People, it's just like a silly observation. Like, hey, I'll get this one, you get that next one. Why wouldn't you just do that? Why are you taking your phone out and being like, technically, you owe me eight twenty-five, and I'm not gonna do anything? You're like, at the end of the day, too, the fucking dude pays more. Let's be honest. And when the girl plays, you're like, why are you guys even bringing Venmo into this fucking argument? But anyways, what I'm getting at is just how people like. I did a Venmo tweet and people get pissed off. Yeah, let me uh, let me bring up some. That's what. Let me bring up some goddamn gender reassignment ideas. They're kicking around in my old dome. That won't piss people off. What you guys, people got to realize about being a stand-up. It's like that's the beauty of comedy clubs, where when you hear it out loud in the moment and it can't be recorded, you're allowed to say things because they can see your vibe. They can hear you. They can, you know, they heard jokes before and after it. They kind of like, they know we're joking. And the problem with stand up and like even stuff like this, somebody can zoom into that one part where I'm like, what do transgender dudes do with their clothes? And they're like, they're just like, you're a piece of shit. Things, context is everything, people. You know what I'm saying? That's the weird thing about comedy. I think me becoming more emotional is making me a better comic. I'm more willing to, I think this podcast, I'll be perfectly honest, people, and I tell friends who do podcasts or even friends who don't do podcasts, I think the most addressed thing amongst the viewers is when I'm the most honest with you guys and I'm the most open. And it's things that, I'll be honest, when I'm saying it, I feel weird. I feel weird saying it because it's that true to me. And I'm like, God, I'm going to sound like a psycho. And then it makes me realize we're all just psychopaths. And that is the most relatable part rather than me being like trying to be funny. Like that's fun, but that's also like disingenuine to a point where you're like, that is my facade I've been putting up all these years with girlfriends, with fucking, you know, people when they're trying to get to know me. And I'm just like, (laughs) titties. I never grab my titty like that ever, but you get what I'm saying. And now my comedy is getting real, baby. I'm trying to just say that truth, that truthful ass shit. Something still bothers me, and it comes off like I'm being a silly goose, but you know. Just people's behavior on the internet is just something I'm still trying to wrap my head around about how there's like a hacky behavior that we just see people doing where I'm just like. No, my problem is with the internet. It's you're seeing a version of them that's disingenuine, and a lot of the times that version of them is like trying to do some like a good, not even a good deed, but like they're just like portraying this like whole positive vibed person. But you're like, I know you, and that's not who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever see somebody 
who's like volunteering and half the time they're just taking selfies of them fucking feeding homeless people just like hey hey just fucking trying to get the shot of them scooping food on the plate hey just missing the plate <laughs> hold it still you fucking idiot that's the vibe i get for all that is everybody like that let's be honest no but we all know friends let's be honest we all know friends who you're looking at you're like you're doing this for the wrong fucking reason. I cannot say anything because I will sound like a psycho and I will start to burn bridges. But it's like, you know, people, why are we so scared to burn bridges? Fuck that bridge. Fuck that bridge. You're looking at an island, baby. No bridges. Maybe the occasional boat will come my way and I will throw rocks at that boat unless it's nice and then I will let that boat that boat park. And then it goes away. There's no bridge. I just got rogue boats coming at my island. But as far as a bridge, there's a few bridges. So let's be honest. I got a few friends. I got two. I got one. I got no friends. I got no fucking friends. <laughs> I start crying. I got... <sighs> Burn a bridge. If you feel like it's the right thing to do, be like, hey, you fucking suck. That's one thing I'm trying to do too. Going back to my episode two episodes ago. If you want to see that episode, click it. No, I'm not going to do that shit. I, I, don't, I know how to do that, but it's just when you see people doing this, you're like, why don't you want them to finish your episode? Like halfway through YouTube episodes, they're like, hey, and they're just like doing this, and it's like reverting to another one. You're like, so I'm clearly just a view for you because you don't even care about me watching the rest of this one. You want me to already go to another one. Cool, that makes sense, you fucking idiot. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're always like, don't say anything. Don't do that. That's the cadence of somebody trying to talk you off a ledge. Don't do that. Everybody's had somebody sound like that when they were talking to you because you're about to be like, I'm going to tell that guy to suck my fucking dick. Shut your fucking bitch beta ass cadence up. I don't even know what you're saying. You sound like a Peanuts character. <laughs> Although sometimes you ever get buzzed and you fucking, uh, ooh, just got dark. You ever like the, when the cloud goes by and it gets a little dark? But there are times where, uh, you know, let's play devil's advocate, Matt. Uh, sometimes there's been instances where alcohol pushes you to burn the bridge. It's that little arsenal friend. Maybe you shouldn't do it. In the moment of me burning a bridge once where I DM somebody, uh, the person has, has actively been an asshole to me to begin with. Basically, it's this kid I used to open for, and then him and the ki- two people. The first one I used to open for this kid, and the kid I've most recently opened for used to be like a comedy thing and then they had a falling out had nothing to do with me but then the the newer kid not the original one the second person it's called the first one Steve and the second one Mike I used to open for Steve right and then in the process Mike started doing stand-up and then him and Steve became like a little group and I would still go on the road with them and host and all this stuff right and then um they had a falling out, which it was completely, I was removed from it. Steve moved to the other side of the country. Mike's like, hey, do you want to still do, I hope I'm getting the names right still. Mike's like, hey, do you want to come do the road with me? So, of course, I'm still friends with you. And then in the over the years, 
because Steve hated Mike. I kind of got looped in because I would go around the country with him and doing shows. I was still very nice to the other kid. As much as I tried, I would DM him when he'd do cool things. Hey, congratulations. That's all awesome. And then he got on a show and just kind of grew some balls and started just writing people off. And uh, I was one of them, which I'm like, whatever. But I remember running into him at some point in San Diego randomly. I did a show down there. He was doing a show down there. And he was with his friends, who I was friends with at the time. And kind of even then, like, people just kissed the ring and because he didn't want anybody who, because I talked to this kid, Mike, he wanted, like, no one to associate themselves with him or, like, me. He was, like, this weird, like, controlling person. So it's sad that the people he was chilling with down there, I'm actually friends with, but I haven't talked to in a while. And then that pissed me off because I'm like, now you're not only a bitch because of your little beef with him. I got looped in and now you're having other people kind of be get affected by it anyway so there's a, a buildup of like the fuck this kid he's a prick i don't care anymore and one day i was drunk and i just saw that he people do shady shit on the internet and they're like and it's going back to like people doing this fake shit and you're just like your motive is in there and it's very bl- blatant to to me i don't know about other people but they're just like oh for covid i'm gonna post a bunch of these comics stand up on my YouTube page and I'm going to, and you submit a donation, I'll give them the money. And it's like, bitch. And I remember being drunk and in my head, I'm like, bitch, you're fucking doing that. So you can get views on your fucking page and monetize their shit. But you're, you're masking it. Like you're doing this fucking gracious act of uh, giving them fucking money. And I just was drunk and I basically tweeted or I, I, I commented on the thing, something along those lines in hindsight, you know, did I need to do that? No, it was not even like fucking worth it. And then the next day I'm like, why do you care? Like, who gives a fuck? What I'm getting at people is sometimes alcohol will push you to burn bridges sooner. And, you know, weigh out your options. Do a pro and con thing. Uh, Make the right decision because sometimes... And I, do I regret that? Not re- to be perfectly honest, fucking no, not at all. Um, it's more of a, I don't care about that person not talk to me. I was more of like, you let the the wine, the copious amounts of wine you drank that night, whisper in your ear like, yeah, do it. Yeah, don't know that. I let that wine make a decision for me. That's where it pissed me off. So you gotta be, uh, you gotta be considerate of that. But and I thought you guys picked up on it. Speaking of wine, I drank a little last night, and oh boy, uh, you ever have those nights where you're like, you're you get home and you're like, I feel good, I'm fine, a little buzz, and then you wake up the next day, you're like, was I more buzz than I remember being? Because you know what happened last night? I fucking you ever like wake up, uh. You go to bed at like, I don't know, 11, 30, 12. I don't know. I fell asleep on the couch, got up, brushed my teeth, went to bed. You ever like wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, God, it must be like four, five, six in the morning. And it was like an hour after I like went to bed. And I'm you ever like, it's such a weird feeling. You're like, I had legitimately like six hours worth of dreams. And you're telling me that was an hour that I was just passed out. And then it kind of freaked me out because my hangover kind of set in. And then you ever just have like, you're just up and then you're like, oh, my anxiety's just here now too. My anxiety is like, hey, heard you rustling, figured I'd, <laughs> figured I'd bug you. What do you want to, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, literally nothing with you. 
And well, guess what? We're going to make you think that weird feeling in your uh, right arm is something bad. Is it wild like how just like that's a chemical in our brains where it's just the worry chemical and sometimes that valve just goes and it just releases just a little army of worry juice into your brain and you're just like, like I heard there was a point where like I was lying there. It's so weird at night. I've had that since I was a kid where I was like genuinely scared of the dark. I've talked about this before. I always thought it was rooted in me watching like Unsolved Mysteries, which it's wild. I watched the new episodes on Netflix and I'll tell you right now, those shits are still freak. I can watch them one right now and be like, oh, this is fine. That sun goes down and I'm on this couch by myself. Nine times during that episode, I'm looking at my door lock because I don't know what it is. And I know it sounds dumb to say out loud, but like that show with the music and the fucking story. I'm sorry. Like, I just think of shit where I'm like, God, that'd be fucking creepy. Like, like where my desk is, my bed, my head, I can see like something over here, this like light from my little adapter thing. And I always just think of shit where you're like, what if you just saw something just go in front? Like, I just think that scares me. That's fucking terrifying. How come at night shit just sits scary as fuck, dude? I'm scared. It's weird. I have nights where I'm just like alpha shit. Like, what the fuck was that? And I get up trying to look at it. And then I have nights where I'm like, please fucking God, I don't want to. The night somebody breaks in, I'm going to be like, they're like, oh God, he's shitting and pissing everywhere. It's my building manager. Your door was open. No, it's the most scary thing to this day. And always the scariest thing at night is fucking mirrors. I like last night I got up to get water because I didn't have water bottles because I'm a dumb fuck and didn't get them yesterday when I was supposed to. And I wanted to go fill up my water glass. My reflection scared me. Like it didn't like, I'm not like jumping and shrieking like, (laughs) but like I just saw it and I swear to God, like my brain just looking really quick. It just felt like it was on a lag where I was like, okay, that's for sure. Not me. That is the ghost of all my bad decisions and it's going to scream at me. And I, but realistically, like, what if that was the case? Like, you ever like think of that shit where you're like, what if I walked and then I fucking saw two reflections and I turn around, there's nothing there. I would probably go sleep in my car. I don't even know. You're like, what do ghosts do? Like, I like how ghosts do the most bitch ass shit sometimes. Like, you ever see those like, in <laughs> those like, fucking. People who, like, apparently moved in the new house, it's haunted, and then, like, they're like, yeah, I woke up with those scratches on me. You're like, what is the ghost, the fucking pussy? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I got this dumb bitch-ass ghost that just scratches me. You're like, at least punch me in the face. They're not even doing, like... I wonder if anybody's just, like, talked to a ghost. Like, can you just not... Like, I don't care that you're here, but can you, like, stop stomping around? Like, how come ghosts are just immature children? Yeah, it knocked over some books that I had, and uh, it scratches me. And you're like, boy, it sounds like your fucking your your ghost is just behaves like your ex girlfriend. Throws a taco off my face. That's happened before, people. It's happened before. Maybe if I was more open with her, she would not decide to. We were drunk one night, and we came home and got Taco Bell, and 
There's something to be said about a couple where you can literally argue about anything. There's something to be said where you're like, we're, we're at such odds. We can, it's like almost like an Olympic event where you just put a couple in a room and there's like a paperclip on the ground. They're like, that's a cool paperclip. I used to uh, make, I used to bend them into like S's and just uh, give them to classmates in middle school and they liked it. And then the girl's like, I bet it was fucking girls. You're like, and he's like, why do you think it was just, and then they just start. (laughs) We could be in that event where you can literally do anything and we can fucking argue about it. And long story short, don't remember what the argument was. It was probably dumb. I bet I looked in the direction of uh, a group of people and she saw a girl over there and thought I was looking at, I don't fucking know. I never was, I never did that shit too. This is, for the record, I never would like be shady and look at other girls or do like shit like as this like creepy dude trying to like get some ass from other like it was never like that, but we'd always have those arguments where I'm like, what is what happened to you? Where you you know you always think that I'm being a shady fuck. But anyways, we're sitting at that table right there. Not that that exact table, but at a different apartment. But long story short, she fucking just stands up and just fucking chalupa off the dome. And know what my favorite part is? I was drunk to the point where you're like, you either have drunk fights where you like care too much or you have a drunk fight where you're just like, and I just sat there with fucking sour cream and like lettuce caked into my face and I just finished like five tacos and I just didn't. I think I might have ate her food too. (laughs) That's the best drunk fight where one person cares and the other one's like, I don't even care anymore. Just fucking drippings of sauces and tacos. And it was Taco Bell, too. So the Chalupa, I bet if she threw a hard shell at me, it could have stabbed something or cut an eye or scratched my cornea or, you know. The Chalupa soft pillowy tortilla just embraced my face and then it blew up. And then I remember having sour cream on my face. And you know what, people, this is the beauty of that. And this is the thing I'm learning as I'm getting older. Most ex-girlfriends I was not friends with and we didn't talk. This one, I decided she's the first one. We actually are friends. So the mature leaf is turning. And we have we laugh about that quite often when I see her. I'm like, hey, remember when you whipped a taco off my face and we chuckle and then, you know, just becoming a mature adult. So, all right, guys, with that being said, it's been 35 minutes and I don't want to talk anymore because I kind of want another coffee. I should have made it before this and maybe I'd be a little more uh, wild, but I think the takeaway of this episode is if you feel like you want to get something off your chest to somebody, that feeling doesn't go away, people, as you get older. It's something where you're just going to think about and be like, should I just say it because I'd hate to be old one day and be like, I wish I said that to that person. And I've watched enough things where old people say what they regret in life and half them were just saying like do the thing they wanted to do, say the thing they want to say. So new new theme, new. you guys got homework for this week. Go be open. Tell somebody you, that you want to – tell someone something that you've wanted to say to them for a long time and then comment below what it is and if it's something awful and you guys break up for it, maybe I help or maybe I just started a fight that didn't happen. But anyways – Thanks for watching, guys. I will talk to you later. Bye.